What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's the end of our journey. Paradise is over. I'm here with Callie Curry to talk about it. Callie, how many times did you almost fall asleep watching this Bachelor in Paradise finale? I didn't almost fall asleep, but I kept forgetting to pay attention. <laughs> I was actually I know thinking, worse. you're a common second screener because you watch a lot of television, a lot of sports. I was wondering what you had in the background while you were also watching Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, basketball. Also, I was counting... This sounds horrible, but I was counting down the minutes. Like, I kept looking to see how much time was left because Survivor was on last night and I had to watch Survivor. Spoilers. I haven't watched it yet because of having to watch this. I can't believe it's over. I cannot believe this is a three-hour event. Did you know that it was the finale? Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Somehow I was unaware of that. So I was wondering why the episode was so long. Welcome to finale week, Callie. (laughs) (laughs) It whittled down so fast. Like there was a lot of people at the start of this episode, right? A lot. uh, There was a lot last week. I mean, the people who self-eliminated this week were Mercedes, Jordan, weirdly Kylie and Avon. Obviously, we'll come back to that. Jess Jess. and Tanner. Yeah. Anyone I'm forgetting? And then like, I don't know. Olivia. Oh yeah, Olivia. I was going to say, does Sam Sam and Peter count? Sam, yeah, his name is Peter. Sam and Peter count? 
Yeah, Sam and Peter. Like, it was a lot of people just like being like, okay, bye. Yeah, this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little shocked. By what? At some of the selections. Okay, let's, what's most shocking to you? Most shocking to me? Most <laughs> shocking to me. How in the fuck are Kat and John Henry still together <laughs> and going they're moving, strong? They're moving to San Diego together. We really, really underestimated them. No, we didn't underestimate them. We were wrong. We were flat out wrong. <laughs> flat out wrong. Yes, that is correct. We were straight <laughs> up wrong. Everything about them is confusing, but I guess like, you know, he's obviously quiet and she's not. So perhaps it works. Like she gets all of the space that she needs and he likes being in her orbit and they're both really attractive. Also, they are like geographically from the same place. Like I feel like Tampa and Virginia Beach are like very aligned very in my similar. mind. Yeah, yeah. you so said I'm that like, earlier. Okay. I'm like, that makes sense to me actually. But then moving to San Diego also kind of makes sense. I don't know. I mean... You know, what was interesting to me when they had that conversation on the beach... Mm-hmm. About when she talked about being with about her family and his depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Halfway through her talking about her story, that was the point where I was like, "Oh, this is going to work." Oh, interesting. Because you're like, she really wants to find someone, or like, what about that made you think? No, it was, I just it was felt like she was being very vulnerable. It seemed like he was really listening to her. By the time it that conversation ended, he was like, "That's my favorite thing about you," and. For someone who seems like she's still super insecure about talking about it, to hear that, I feel like was probably very validating and probably something she's never heard before. Mm. And I would assume the guys that Kat probably generally attracts aren't John Henry types. They're not the type that are going to listen to her Mm. or respond and tell her about their insecurity or their like be vulnerable back. I'm sure she's like never experienced a conversation like that with a guy. I would assume that Kat is the guys that she is, has been with, I guess, or have been attracted to her are like the bros, the frat bros. Interesting. I'm trying to even think about like who that is from this world. Oh, from this world. Because she didn't really, Oof. wasn't really going with anyone. Who did she start out with again? Oh, Brayden. Brayden. And then she was homie yeah. hopping. Interesting. <laughs> Tanner Tanner would fit that, except for it, it seems like Tanner has more layers. Ta- but Tanner's like a, a beta, a, I would say. A self, self-absorbed Tanner mm-hmm. is, I think, the guy that Kat is usually with. Yeah, I was thinking that about Tanner as well. It's one of the reasons I like him is because you would think he would be like that guy, but he actually doesn't He's seem not. like he is. Yeah. Yeah. Kat said one thing that I found very funny that made me like her, which was when she was like saying that John Henry is, that the ocean is John Henry's office. I thought that guy, <laughs> that really made me laugh. <laughs> I thought the end also when they were going, when she was like, do you know what matcha lattes are? And he was like, mocha lattes. And she was like, no, not the same matcha. And he was like, was that just like the Boston way of saying mocha, like matcha? <laughs> I thought that was like really cute. Yeah, they're kind of like, they sort of do seem to connect, I guess. And also, it's the most... I didn't know he was capable of speaking this much. So she does like... Bring, That's true. Bring it out she, of him. Yeah, she animates him. So and I guess most I'm happy for them. I think... I guess this is not most importantly, but I, maybe to them. I think they're both insanely attracted to each other. Yeah, insanely attracted to each other and also equal levels of hot, I would say. Yeah. 
She's she must be a good athlete. I guess she's really good at yoga. She was teaching yoga earlier in the season. And then it's not easy to just get up on a stand-up paddleboard in the ocean and there's big waves there and she just got <laughs> up and didn't didn't fall. Like you have to have really good core strength for that. I had no idea where you were going with that from she must be a very good athlete. And I was like, what makes you say that? Well, maybe she I shouldn't say athlete, but really good core strength because yeah. in like balance. Because that's actually she probably really does hard. a lot of Pilates. Pilates, yeah, you're right. And that's like very core focused. She yeah. is incredibly skinny. I, I actually was thinking about this with many of the women, but like particularly with all, really with all of them, but with Eliza and Kat, I was just like, their bodies are sick. Like, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Eliza, I was like, is this the most beautiful person I've ever seen on TV? Like, she's <laughs> so pretty and like her body is sick. She's very pretty. I generally, I mean, I guess everyone's different, right? Like that, their body types aren't like my ideal body type, but their body types are like the like 17 year old that like can eat anything and just always looks that way. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. I like think it looks like their bodies though. look effortless. Yeah. I, I actually, I don't agree on Kat. It seems like she works out to your point. Pilates. She might, she might work out, but it doesn't look like she's trying. Like her body yeah. just looks like that's how it is. She's, I mean, they're young. So yeah. Makes sense. I was very impressed Oof. by the paddleboard though. I was not. But I mean, okay. I don't are you I don't disagree with you. Are you able to do that? I mean, I guess growing up in Florida, paddleboarding is like a pretty normal thing that people yeah, do all the time. With big waves. I mean, you don't do waves, Callie. So I know that the answer is no. <laughs> well, big waves, no, but I've paddleboarded in the ocean before and I've paddleboarded in lakes with a bu- bunch of wake. Lake so, is so much easier. Like, so much easier. Well, flat lake is much easier, but I've paddleboarded in the ocean before too. Okay. All right. Fine. I, I just want to be clear. So have I. Have you? <laughs> yes. Oh, I was like, have you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've seen all different body types doing it. Right? No, I'm not saying that like you have to have a certain body to be able to do it, but it's hard. Like she, she got up like seamlessly. She went straight to standing. I think that it is maybe hard for long periods of time. Wow. So you won't give her the credit that I'm giving her. You're not impressed. No. No. I mean, okay. Let's send her. you. Let's send you to Sayulita to the Pacific coast of Mexico and see what you got. There's just. I'm getting further and further away from ocean water. I, I'm someone, aware. <laughs> someone DM'd me. Actually, should I pull it up? Someone DM'd me and I remember the exact words that, that this person said, but I need to read. She sent me an article about ocean water. Okay. And then she her, her caption said, you're right from staying away from ocean water. How? And I was like, like, thank you for that validation. Because of what? Like, because it's dirty or because of sharks or what? I, I can't remember, but I know in the picture there was some bacteria and a cockroach. Okay, but yeah, I mean, some ocean water is dirty. That is true. It depends on where you are. And like, it says you have the right idea staying away from ocean water. This is what one drop of ocean water looks like under a microscope. Ugh. Where is it from? I need to know where. It's not. Not all ocean water is the same. Well, I don't know where the water is from, but it's from the account. On Instagram, meme IG, but it does seem very credible. <laughs> that is disgusting. I really appreciate the full disclosure. It does look disgusting. 
<laughs> Callie, send, post that to your Instagram tonight when this podcast goes out. I will. I will. <laughs> and thank you to Jackie Bloom for sending that in. I really I, I appreciate your research. I will continue to swim in the ocean. However, I will say like the Santa Monica Bay, like in LA, those oceans, not appealing to me. That's dirty water. Isn't it all the same water? No, it is well, not. It's all connected. <laughs> it's all Our connected. producer Jade agrees you cannot swim in LA water. I used to when I lived in LA, and but now I understand that it's not good. I don't think I've ever touched. I probably touched like with my toe the ocean in LA, but it looks disgusting compared to East Coast water. Yes, it does. Thank you. I feel like I own all the East Coast water, so I'm like saying thank you. Just to the paddleboarding <laughs> well, it's comment. all connected, so I continue. Like, are you aware? Okay, whatever. We can talk about <laughs> circumnavigation at a later date. But I just want to note, just want to share that like 10 years ago, I went paddleboarding in the marina, in Marina Del Rey. Mm. And I did fall into the water eventually. Mm, that First water's was, gross. I was cold and all of my clothes that I were wearing, I was wearing when I fell in were destroyed and like my shoes because it was so dirty and sick and like smelled. That's disgusting. I know. I actually like... I have heard that that water specifically is very dirty. And yes, it is. also paddleboarding in the marina is like a very like... Popular common thing. Popular activity. Yeah. I know. I can't believe I did it. Honestly, it was fun. I, I liked it. I love paddleboarding. It's very fun, but don't do it in Marina Del Rey if you're worried about falling in. As I like paddleboarding, but because in Florida there's a lot of alligators in the lakes, mm-hmm. I always imagine while I'm doing it that an alligator is just going to come and like snap the board or snap my paddle or something. So it's not as fun. I feel like I go as fast as I can. Well. Once I did it also in Hawaii and I was really like above a reef and I was really worried about falling in and hitting my head on the Shark. reef. Ugh. No, I wasn't worried about sharks. Yeah, I would worry about sharks. Yeah, I, I have a lot of shark commentary since there's a lot of sharks on Cape Cod. Anyway, back to the Bachelor in Paradise finale. <laughs> Can we talk about Jess, Glitter Girl? Yes. I would love to have known more about why Jess refused to talk to Kat. I don't believe when... Mercedes like, it's not you. I don't believe that. I feel like Kat must have been so showy with her relationship with John Henry and like, and Jess was oh, so can't. salty that she was just like, no. I can't even imagine. Like, Would be, what based Kat on was the like, edit that we've, yeah, yeah based on the edit we've seen of Kat, I'm sure she was just so happy to be in the final two couples. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She seemed over the moon and... Mm-hmm. She was like getting the happy ending she wanted, getting a lot of TV time. Mm-hmm. She really loves attention. Couldn't have gone better for Kat for, for what we think she is. What an arc. Also, she's gotten, she got so much screen time. Like when I think about this so season, much. she by far the most, like most minutes. We'll have to check on Bachelor data on that. Yeah, Follow I mean, I would say she ended this season really strong. Like we still saw her a ton. Like Olivia fell off a cliff. I forgot she I was know. there. Also, the other thing is since the bite, when we saw Olivia not even know Michael's name, it just like every time I watched her like have a good line, I was like, that's just like, she's just like doing it for the cameras. Like the producers mm-hmm. like went to her and like, we, we yeah. need a bit. And so she mm-hmm. would do it. The one thing that I did really like was when she was, I think she was supporting Aaron and Eliza. She was like 10 toes on the ground about that one. Full support. I thought that I, that's not a, a saying I'm aware of. So I liked it. What? <laughs> Never heard of 10 toes down. No. In fact, huh. I just said it wrong because I've never heard of it. 
our producer Jade also thinks it's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just weird. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that the people that we have, if we identify the people that know what the phrase means based on this group, it's all black people on one side. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. But 10 toes down, I feel like it's pretty common. Maybe not. I don't know. I feel like it's... <laughs> I feel like it's pretty common. <laughs> Jade said we need a list of phrases that I don't know. This is also basically. I might on the put fact up a poll. I mean, so tonight on my Instagram, <laughs> oh, you're yeah, going like, like to see the, the drop of ocean water. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll also put up a poll to see if people have heard of that phrase before. I'll, I'll text you to remind you. This might be another Diet Coke revelation when we found out that Diet Coke yeah. is, is drank by white people by choice, not for diabetic <laughs> needs. <laughs> I will say I have Coke Zero every day and I have to limit it to one a day. I love Coke Zero. I love, I love the taste of Coke, but I just don't drink soda at all. Fair enough. You don't have caffeine, period. I do. I'm drinking tea right now. That's like low caffeine content. You should try the liquid IV with caffeine in it and see how you respond. You'll probably be oh, like God. on the wall. Yeah, I'm I, ADD. I, 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 have, like, I, I don't think I need that much caffeine. I feel like when people are like, how don't you drink caffeine? You have three kids and multiple jobs and, you know, everything else. But I think I've just, because of ADD, I'm able to do a lot of things. I probably don't finish <laughs> everything I start, but I'm able to do a lot. I drink a lot of caffeine, but I have anxiety. So that motivates me to do a lot of things. I'm like, gotta do this, gotta do that. <laughs> we're, we're going on a lot of tangents, but I, I must add, did you see that multiple people have died from the pandemic? Caffeinated lemonade at Panera. I have seen that. My food podcast is called Food News. It's the kind of thing we talk about. I'm also a Panera fan, so I find it alarming. And it's, yeah, it's not good. Did you see how much caffeine's in that? I know, a ton. The other thing is, I don't think this has necessarily been discussed as much, but it also coincides with like the drink club at Panera where you can play a flat monthly fee for unlimited drinks at Panera, like refillable fountain beverages. So I'm also wondering if that's contributed. Oh, I don't think the drinks at Panera are so good that I'm going to join a drink club. I like the broccoli cheddar soup. If you go to Panera often and you want to get like iced tea or coffee or whatever, it checks out. It's like $10 a month. That's like, so if you're going there, let's say four times a month. More than three times a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd consider it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) stay away from the caffeinated lemonade. I wonder if they're going to take it off the shelf. Well, I don't know if it's called shelf. Take it out the... Take it out of commission. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's fucking crazy. And 400 milligrams in a one cup of lemonade is like, I don't know a lot about caffeine because I don't drink a lot of it. But I know that when you're pregnant, I think you're supposed to have one or 200 milligrams. I think 100 maybe. How much is a cup of coffee? I I was just thinking, I don't know. I think cold brew is like 180 milligrams or something like that. Okay, so I think one cup of like black coffee is like 100 milligrams. Someone's going to correct us on this, but whatever. That's what you're supposed to have when you're pregnant. 400? And first of all, it was like hard for me to even like hit 100. I don't even know if I ever did, but probably not. I'm on my third coffee of the day. What? (laughs) I would be on the toilet all morning. Uh, I'm good. Keeping it. I'm just <laughs> moving forward with my day as per usual. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, drink a lot of coffee. Okay. I also don't always finish it, but like, yeah, I drink a lot. I have a lot of caffeine. That annoys me so much. People the coffee beverages. culture is very like, 
oh, I'm so cool with this like trendy cup of coffee from the little nook and cranny from the whatever. And then I actually feel their cup and it's 75% full. I'm like, uh, do you even like this? I'm drinking a Dunkin' coffee. It is not fancy. It is not from a special <laughs> place. I ordered it with the app. I love Dunkin'. So uh, a lot of people yeah. like Dunkin'. I'm but... Cologne and Dunkin' are my coffee brands. Actually, last night when I woke up at 4 30, I was like, I'm gonna shop and I bought a La Cologne shirt. This has nothing I... to do with the bachelor. <laughs> I know. I can I just since we're still on this tangent. Yeah. I couldn't go to sleep last night. What is it? What is it with ads that from the hours of 1 a.m. to 4 a.m., they're gonna get people? Like if you're on your phone and an ad targets you, you're buying something you don't need. I almost I do almost all my online shopping between the hours of like 2.30 and 5.30 a.m. <laughs> like, and at no other time. What is that? Is it because <laughs> our brains aren't functioning enough to be like, no, you don't need this. Don't spend money on this. I bought my friends the most insanely expensive Christmas presents last night. And for some reason at 2 a.m. I was like, eh, it's a good idea. They're worth it. No, why the fuck am I gr- buying 35-year-olds Christmas presents? <laughs> Are they going to get why? you something? No, probably not. I don't even know why I did that. But I did it. They're paid for. I have one final They will thing arrive before Christmas. And yes. then we'll go back to the show. I ordered something for myself at this at the MoMA Design Store, which is one of my favorite stores. So I went to go pick it up last night. It's across the street from Balthazar, which is a fairly famous restaurant. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have Balthazar for dinner. So I'm by myself. I bet I can just walk in. It was very crowded, but I was able to sit down at the table. And then... Who'd you see there? No one. But because I was by myself, when I went to the bathroom, the people at the next table, I was like, hey, can you just like watch my stuff for a minute? And... Juliet, what? <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're asking strangers to watch your stuff for a minute in New York in a crowded restaurant. Well, I don't know. I, I had been around them for a few minutes. They seemed trustworthy. Anyway. Okay. I, ha- I had just picked up the stuff from MoMA. So I was had it with me. And when I came back, they were like, great Christmas presents. We could have taken them. And I was like, just to be clear, these are for myself. And they were like, okay, <laughs> that, that works too. <laughs> um, what is MoMA? Museum of Modern Art. And they oh, have like a freestanding free standing store with like a lot of cool design stuff for your, basically for your home and like some jewelry and some apparel. It's one of my favorite stores. It's in Soho. Check it out. This is the second time Jade's they heard me talk in about LA it too. on a pod. Right? Yeah. I don't know. They definitely do. Cool. It's a great store. We talked about it on the jam session gift guide as Jade reminded me. So check it out. <laughs> I feel this podcast is representative of the fact that this was a really boring finale. And the only thing that was kind of interesting was A, learning about Kat's background and For sure. the fact that she living in she went to a group home when she was 17. And in some ways that reframed some of Kat for me. I'm like, oh, she's advocates for herself. Like she's like used to like being like, I deserve this. And that's why she says that over and over again. But I don't it know if I want to give her that big of a pass, but it made her <laughs> more likable. I guess it it just way more likable. Way more likable. But it just made me think like, oh, she has like way more layers that we're just not seeing. That's what that's what I by the end of the episode, I was just like, she is probably a lot, a big personality. So there was a lot for editors to work with. And they gave us the most negative parts of her personality. Because to to something that you always notice, she's got a lot of girls that yeah. like her on the beach. Yeah. So 
I'm now deciding that she got a horrible edit. Interesting. I mean, I think she agrees. She was tweeting that, I believe, throughout the season. Excuse me. <laughs> she was posting on X, formerly known as Twitter. So, yeah, I think that might be true. I don't know. I'm ready to move on from Kat. I wish her the absolute best, I guess. I don't, I don't wish her ill. I wish, I mean, I, they seem happy. So that's nice. Yeah, they do seem happy, which is so surprising, but I'm happy for them. There were a few surprising things. The episode was boring because they stretched it out. They could have made this an action-packed an hour. hour and it would have been a great episode. Totally. Like, there were a lot of things that we could talk. There's a lot of things that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Kylie and Avon. Kylie and Avon. First of all, he danced again for no reason. There was like just showing his dance moves. He's very... You sent me a video of Charity to like her finale performance at Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. and you referred to it as stiff dancing and it was like very cheerleader forward. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how Avon dances. Very, It's like he's a cheerleader, <laughs> but not. <laughs> I can't say that he is anywhere in the same ballpark as Charity, but I said Charity is the best stiff dancer. Like she's very stiff. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe it's cheerleader forward. That's a good point. But like the way I'm, she was moving her hips, I was just like, has she had sex before? That was the <laughs> overall question I had after watching her. It was great, but well, just not a lot of smoothness. I have a lot of like logistical questions about her and Dotton having sex. He's just so tall and she's so small. <laughs> so but. tiny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's sort of a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, for a different pod. Kylie being so focused on needing to get an engagement, I kind of understand. It's like the point of the show, but also everything that even said like made complete sense. And one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean they, but like, a, but Kylie also owned it. She was like, "I know this is insane, but I was praying to God that he would change his mind." I, <laughs> I don't really know what to say about them, except that like in some ways they're like are really well suited because they're just kind of like hot, not very smart people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I agreed with everything Avon was saying. And I was like, how is she not understanding this? The only thing that I was like, huh, interesting point that I didn't think of. Her being like, you were ready to propose to Rachel. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. good point. Even though Avon was like, why are we talking about Rachel? And I'm like, also yeah, that's what you can say because she, that's a great point. Yeah. Also, also, as Blake said last week, these people have had like an infinitely more amount of time with each other than they do when they're on The Bachelor or Bachelor Out with the Lead. Like, they know yeah. each other so much better. But that's also probably yeah. why you're like, well, here are the things that I'm worried about. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, we just... Like who... Oh, John Henry, which he ended up getting engaged, but he made a lot of good points where he was just like, we've never even had a disagreement. I don't know everything. Like, I don't know her family. I don't know, like, everything that he was saying. I was like, yeah, that's why you don't get engaged. But he got engaged. Avon, to me, I was just like... He ignored his gut, went with his heart. (laughs) Yeah, I think that Avon was just being smart. Yeah, and he just just wasn't ready. But I also agreed with Kylie that he should have said that earlier on. But the entire premise of getting engaged is absurd. So like, that's why we agree with him. But on the other hand, it is the show. So like, she's like totally bought in, but they're still together. So it's fine. And also like, they left together. So there was sort of like, no like breakup either. I don't, one thing that's funny about paradise, especially the last couple of weeks, when they decide they're leaving, like they're just gone. Like 
who packs their stuff? Whoa. What's the, like the lead up? How do they get, uh, where do they go? I need a, I, I need wondering. like a ponder. Remember Ponderosa Survivor and they would show you like what happened after they left the island, the tribe or whatever? I need yeah. that with Paradise. Like what happens? Yeah. Because Kylie and Avon just like walking off and they're like, wait, they're leaving that way. I'm like, wait, huh? They don't get to say bye. Like what happens? I feel like if you're leaving, you just have to, are supposed to like go to this designated spot and like they bring your clothes to you. Right. Because although they said someone's bags are packed, like I guess like maybe they do pack themselves beforehand, and then they go and tell people. I don't know. I think I think it was Mercedes whose bags are packed. I oh yeah, I well she should have left last week. It was pretty funny that they made sandcastles. Like if, we're, if they're trying to make us think that Jess is older than she is, it's not. It's certainly not working. <laughs> Her and Jess should have left last week with Tanner and Jordan. I understand Jordan being like, "Can I just get one more week?" Yeah. But well, they should have really gone home. Just so weird. Also, was with the whole Kylie and Avon thing, everyone on Kylie's side of things was like, stick to your guns. You want this. And I was just like, are you guys okay? This is awful advice. Lastly, are Kylie and Blake are in love with each other? I'm so confused. I know. She was. So happy he was back. And also Mercedes was even like, she's she's so happy that Blake's back. Like she's been asking for him. She wants him. Uh, it'll be interesting what happens. I'm like, what do you mean it'll be interesting what happens? Like, I know. Do you think the same thing we think? It's pretty and weird. Like the way Apparently, she was looking at him and then Avon was looking at her looking at him. I was just like, I'm so confused. He went on Chicks in the Office. I don't know if you saw this. And like, they asked him about that. And I think he also like evaded the question and made it seem like he didn't understand why she cared or something. So there's definitely something there that are like trying to ignore. But this is classic. Like, I feel like Kylie, they're, they're young. Like, I feel like if her and Blake met when they were older or something, they would just like be together. But because she's like going with like the hot guy that she like has been thinking about on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. But it won't work out. But her and Blake is an interesting couple because I never would see that coming. And so therefore, I'm like really into it. Like, I'm like, yeah, guys, explore that and do it on TV. Kylie, go into the woods with him. See what happens. It just seems like the chemistry was palpable. It must have been. Yeah. I wonder why they're not together. Maybe he's not into her, but she's super into him. Maybe he's never tried. Like he's just like, oh, she wouldn't like me. So I'm not going to try. He does seem like a good guy. So like once he was like coupled off with Jess, he didn't really like think about anything else, even though yeah. I just I mean, need to, you know does, me, Blake's, my Blake stock is like. He seems like the best person who was on the show. Like just like full, mm -hmm. also like, all around. The things he cares about off the show, like his actual life. I'm just Conservation. like. Yeah. Green flag, green flag, green. Like it's just all good. His Canadian the, accent's the really worst, strong. The worst thing about Blake is that this sounds horrible. Was, well, no. It, he was it engaged to Katie? Yeah. That's not horrible. Whatever. It's it's true. Well, I think people were very upset with our coverage of Katie. We were not fans. Oh, they were? <laughs> I don't they know. Were? I feel like people were just like, you guys hate Katie. You hate Katie. And it was just like, well. Yeah, we do. She's not she my stinks. favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad about it. I had Rachel on the pod a couple of days ago. And I began oh, yeah. with that. I was like, I I was like Rachel. I just going to begin by telling you, like, I haven't been very nice about you. She was like, yeah, I watch myself. I get it. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> it was such a by good By the end response. of the pod, you were just like, I, just, I also need to say that I really like you now. I do but really by like the way, her now. 
I hope you told her that we didn't really understand her on her season. Like she was not our favorite. We didn't dislike her on Clayton's season. We liked her. We thought she was going to win. Except for the whispering. The, that the was whispering. Tough. Yeah. yeah. But then on her series, she took a downward spiral. And although nothing went right for her on this show, it really made me like her. Oh, totally. And and I like talking to her. It was a, it was a fun pod. And she clearly has like done a lot of like self introspection and like effective therapy. Like she's kind of like, you can tell that she was like, I'm going to get my shit together. And that doesn't mean like get, get a job. Like she just was like emotionally going to like get her shit together. And she did. And she seems like she's like in a way better place. And I don't know. I, I like really like her. She's like definitely a winner of the season for me. Like I think everyone sort of like, She's cool. I think Brayden is a winner too. He just has like a lot more playful and less annoying. And Olivia, because like nobody knew who she was. Like for me, those are the three standouts of like, this was good for them and like their overall public trajectory. I wish we would have thought about this earlier, but we should have done winners and losers. Well, I can then think how of a few we... off the top of my head. Yeah, let's hear some more. I mean, those are my three winners for sure. Losers. I have... Number one, unfortunately, is Avid for me. Yeah. I think so, too. Only thing I can say is that, like, I don't dislike Avid. You know? He's just like, meh. I just prior was like, to this, I was, he was ready very to worship high on him. list. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, ready to worship him. Seemed like a good guy. But now he just seems, like, totally dull. And also have to wonder what he's like while having sex. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. I would say stock down. Although stock down for sure. I just think yeah. he could have he could have handled the whole thing better. You clearly weren't into Mercedes, and that's fine. But just like Tyler is the most broy of anyone I think who's been on the show actually mm-hmm. this season. He's like the, mm-hmm. the frat guy kind of person. Another loser for me is Mercedes, just because at the beginning of the season I was like, oh, she seems cool, and then she just did not seem cool. She seemed like a kind of a follower. Of Kat yeah. and Kylie. Kat, Kylie. and I was going to say Kat, Kylie, and Mercedes, the trio together, I would say overall down. I kind of like Kylie more than the other ones. Though. I just feel like Kylie is who she is. And she just like... I think I like Kat more than the other two. Mm. Okay. And again, it's not like I dislike any of them. I just felt like they were pretty mean girly. They were. They definitely were. Especially to Olivia. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. 
We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Another loser, Wells. He didn't get to be in like the ending montage at all. Like there was no like, he didn't say goodbye with Jesse and there he was not in the <clears throat> epilogue. Side note, thank you so much, ABC, for having a Where Are They Now and not a live reunion. Do not need a live reunion oh, like ever. Yeah. I enjoyed the updates on everyone instead. Yeah, I enjoyed the updates. Noticeably not there. Do you know who I'm going to say? No. Thomas and Becca. Oh, yeah. They did yeah, not include great them. Great point. And they they're in a either just yeah. had their baby or... They just had their baby. Okay, they just had their baby. So interesting that they're not in that. Well, we know we know that they don't like... like yeah, they're in a Because Becca got, but, got fired. Yes, but I was just like, oh, wow, they're just going to leave them out because of that. Yeah, that's a great point. I didn't even think about it. Although it's when I saw like the newborn... I thought it was going to be them. I didn't realize it was like going to be Raven or whomever. Mm-hmm. A lot of successful couples from Paradise. If I were the I show, mean, it's I'd show shocking. it off too. Yeah, yeah, I could see Kat and John Henry working. I can because they remind me of Kaylin and Dean. Mm. When they did the montage at the end, I was like, oh, Kat and John Henry are the new Kaylin and Dean. Yeah, like two kind of weirdos. You're just surprised. And like, but they're just like Kaylin and Kat are so similar. Like they're both super yeah. pretty, like the normal bachelorette con- contestant, very into like the way that they looked or like that's how they came across in the show. And then Dean and John Henry, like being like one with nature <laughs> and off the grid, <laughs> if you will. You would never think that they would actually work and they seem to work. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Also, I liked seeing Ashley and Jared and Jade and Tanner and all of their kids. I think it's cute that they're still friends. Ashley and Jared are great people. So happy um, for them. I got to go to their cafe. Winners for me? Mm-hmm. You know who's a big winner? Aaron I B. I wish she would have gotten more, more time. You think Aaron B is a big winner? Well, he was at a low Because he ended up with Eliza? No, <laughs> keep going. We'll come back to him. Sam, I didn't yes. even know you before. I wish you would have gotten more time. You were great. I want you more were Sam. Yeah, yeah, I really liked her. We we needed more Sam. We deserved more Sam. Maybe we can get her on a different show. Is there a Love Island Canada? No. Well, Not that I know there, of. There should be and should she be should be on, on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Aaron B is a winner because I really disliked him after charity season and he seemed really corny and lame. And I thought on this season, he seemed much more comfortable with himself and like mm-hmm. just more fun. So that's a stock up for sure. Okay. I would also say stock up because when Charity came down, we all thought it was going to be negative. And she was just like, no, honestly, like I had a totally fine experience with him. This yeah. woman said this, but it wasn't my experience. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's not a bad dude. Yeah. I, I agreed. Although I think- it says that him and Eliza are not in a good place. I have... Another mean thing to say. And I just want to know, oh, no. I don't I don't hate women. Is it an Eliza problem, perhaps? She didn't have a great showing <laughs> last time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
I, we don't have that. We don't know anything other than they're on the rocks. And I, I hope it works out. But like, yeah. I was surprised that it was so smooth for Eliza based on what we saw last time. Just yeah. saying that. that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe it's some um, Rodney karma that's just not leaving her alone. Yeah. You know, Rodney and Nate are no longer roommates. Oh, no. Are they still I friends? I think because Rodney got a girlfriend. A girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. So Everyone has a girlfriend except for Nate, it seems. Yeah. Rodney's girlfriend works with my friend. And so my friend texts me being like, what do you think about Rodney? And oh, I was like, interesting. I like him. They just met at a bar. She's a civilian. I love it. Good for you, Rodney. I like that. Also, I saw on TikTok a clip from Nick Vial's podcast that Susie was almost bachelorette. Yeah, they, charity. they interviewed her and then I don't know why that didn't happen, but I'm happy that it's not Susie. Although I think she would have been good. She's go- she's goofy. I thought she I think she'd be great. Yeah. I liked her. When I interviewed her, I liked her too. Also, everyone's like very confused about her and Justin. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's a Blake and Kylie. Who knows? <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Do you think that men and women of that age can just be friends? I mean, yeah. Don't you have a lot of friends that are guys? Yeah, I have a ton. But most of them like tend to be older than me and also like married or in a relationship. But like if you're both single. Yeah. I feel like I've always had a lot of guy friends. Like I was like a one-on-one thing. It's like in groups, it's different. I don't know. I have guy friends in my 20s that I could hang out with and there was nothing, at least mm-hmm. from my end. I assume from their end too, but I can only speak for myself. Sure. Because like I get it why people are like, what's the deal with Susie and Justin? And they're like, we're just friends. But then I'm just, but like, I, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get but it. But they're together all the time. Like I had guy friends. That I didn't hang out with the same one every day. Yeah. But like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like your guy, the guy friends that I had, I would hang out like every other week. You know what I mean? Like I would hang out, you know how you would hang out with any friend. Yeah. But no, do I think it's easy to have a guy friend the same age as you. You're both very physically attractive and you hang out all the time. That's hard. As someone who's been in several of those types of relationships, I never was like, yeah, I'm cool with us just being friends. So <laughs> I, that's, that's why I'm like, I don't think that could happen. So I yeah. don't know who, who it's on. If Usually you're talking one- to someone 24-7 and spending a ton of time with them and you're both physically attractive... Yeah. In your 20s, I think yeah. likely yeah. someone feels more. There's so, and also like there's like some kind of like emotional dependency, which like Yeah. I think a lot of friendships are, are an emotional dependency, but it's different if like you are, you know, you have the same like sexual preference or whatever, so it's like or you know, you're whatever, there's no like sexual chemistry or whatever. So I don't know. I get it is my point. I they seem like they'd be a fun couple. Maybe they will date eventually. What will happen is they'll either date or they'll become much less close because they'll get significant others and the significant others will be like, what's going on here? It's the only way it can end. Yeah, that has happened to me before where yeah. you're really close to someone, you get in a relationship and the person you're in a relationship with is like, yeah, nah, that's not going totally. to work for me. Because of the emotional <laughs> aspect of it. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I, of course. I mean, and it, it makes sense. So guys, Susie and, and Justin, figure, figure it out. You want to be together or be prepared for your friendship to change eventually? Not saying soon, but it will. Yeah. It's just part of being in your 20s. It's fine. Any other winners and losers for you? There's got to be more winners, right? I would say Brayden. Brayden dating Christina Mandrill is yeah. so weird. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Not so random. 
didn't see him ready to have like a child, a child? in his life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like who's like, not just like a baby, but like a human being. Cause she's like seven or whatever. I'm like, okay. So you like, this is like playing house. That That is shocking to me. What's the age difference? Well, I think Christina Mandel's pretty young. I'll look it up right now. Oh. But I was How just... Was I, I did not see that happening. I believe... Let's see. Christina is 28 and She's Brayden 25. is 25. So... Yeah, so... 28 totally with a kid. Normal. I beg to differ. 28 with a kid. I think there's like a level of maturity that like... Well, yeah. That adds to your age. And I think 25 for a guy is like a normal 20-year-old girl. So I think there's a big <laughs> But I'm there. saying 25, 28 is not... It's no, like it's totally not crazy. Fine. No, totally yeah, fine. of course. But... But... Maturity-wise, well, I've got cute questions. She didn't seem super mature on her show, her season. Yeah, we barely Not saying saw she's her. not, but... Eh, she definitely wants to like be famous, a, so I'm not... A, yeah. She had a big... So. She had a big part for like three weeks in, I feel. I think she's problematic and that's why she wasn't featured more. I believe that's what happened. Oh. But I oh, now don't... she's with Brayden. Is Brayden problematic? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. I don't completely remember. Mm. Also, she did have a fight with Charity, if I recall. She was like mean to Charity or I someone remember. else. I do remember she was mean to somebody or multiple people. Feels like Zach season, she was on Zach season was like a year ago. It feels like such a so long time ago. long I'm just but like, do I even know you, Zach? I know. I don't know Zach. Also, who did he even pick? Oh, Katie. Why do we Katie, always forget about that? Together. Yeah. Zach, Katie's still being with him. It just makes me feel like we don't know Zach because he must be better than what we saw. Yeah. I also just feel like I know and remember Clayton and Clayton's season so much better. I think it was a better season. It was definitely more... Well, clearly. Plus the women, I think, were just more interesting. It was a really good final three of Rachel, Gabby, and Susie. And yeah. I forgot by who the way, was. By the way, all three of those people we still like know about. You yeah, know what I mean? And like like them, Zach's yeah. season, who was in his final three? Gabby. She's off the map. Who's Gabby? Gabby. She, he, she, he like told everyone that they had sex and she was really upset. G-A-B-I. She had dark hair. Yeah, you can't even remember. Gabby, Katie, this girl, Arielle. Oh, I remember. Um, I remember. Okay, I remember I remember Gabby now. Gabby, Katie, and Arielle. I remember all three of them. Arielle is the New York girl. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. Yeah, there was... Who's the fourth from his hometowns? I can't remember. But yeah, it was like a bad season. I just remember it. Was like, it Charity? I don't... Oh, yeah, maybe she was fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Zach was like one of the most boring bachelors of all time. Like, yeah, maybe the most boring of all time. Absolute pass. Never have. I think need to hear from him I think again. we talked about it though. And I'm not saying boring in a necessarily a bad way. I think he's too like vanilla and normal for yeah. what I want to watch on TV. Agreed. Which is probably why him and Katie are still together. Because in real life, he's a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I just like so not into him. Tanner. I was going to say Tanner is, is a winner for me. Because just because like, yeah. like got to know him a little bit. Yeah, I didn't even know him before. By the way, there's a few people that I'm like, I have never seen this person in my life, Olivia included. And now I know who they are. So they got to be winners. Totally. Joey season, looking forward to it, I guess. I guess. I thought it looked great. It looks good. No, it looks good. I just, 
when we get to the end of a bachelor season, I'm just like, I need a nap. It's just a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of Golden Bachelor, we got another DM. She said it. She said that she sent this to you too, but she has a coworker, I think. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That knows Teresa. Yes. And apparently Teresa, like Gary, had other relationships in between Billy and Gary. So... And supposedly, supposedly Teresa's been engaged like four or five times. Total kook, yeah. That makes so, sense. That checks out for me. They also said that she's very cheap, so... <laughs> She doesn't know how much money she actually has (laughs) or in that she, they think that she'll absolutely get a prenup. Good. Well, maybe she keeps it. That's why she's cheap because that's why she's rich. Yeah. It checks out. I was actually thinking about this. Thanks for bringing it up. I feel duped by the Golden Bachelor and I'm like salty about it. I'm just like, they really sold... And I'm also mad at myself for believing it. They really sold us on this like really good heart of gold man. And I just feel like that is actually not who he is based on the information I've received since. And I'm annoyed by it. Also, the way that he answered questions about like when people asked him about um, the Hollywood Reporter article and like having other relationships, he's like, I'm just focusing on now. I've met the love of my life. And I'm just like, that's an insufficient answer. Yeah. So I'm like annoyed. Also, she was like, Katie Couric was like, well, this one was multiple years. And he was like, well, was it? I'm like, was it Gary? <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to figure out here. I know. Now I'm like, you're a villain, actually. I'm like, you're a yeah. Dick. And Teresa's face while he was talking, I was just like, ugh. I don't know if Gary's who I thought he was. I don't think he is. And I'm like disappointed about it. Someone else DM'd us and said, well, I say us because they said they also DM'd you. By the way, we read your DMs, clearly. Maybe we should set up an email address going forward. We can get reader emails. <laughs> Send us tips. Tips, tricks, comments. I'm into it. But I got another DM where someone was like, thank you for pointing out that Gary got became more interested in Teresa once he found out about her job because I was thinking the same thing. Yes, I think a lot of people agree that he's in it for the money. Especially after reading that article. Also, like none of the women have done interviews or press. Like I feel like this is being really highly managed. Mm-hmm. And I'm dying to hear from Faith. I loved how mad she was throughout the finale. Mm-hmm. I'm just well, she's dying. probably happy now. Also, that same person said, which I somehow must have, because I read the article pretty quickly, so I must have missed it, that Gary would make Carolyn, quote unquote Carolyn, mm-hmm. Carolyn, give him her for half of the dinner first so that he could pay for everything at the restaurant. Yeah. It's just weird. How did we not cover that? That's insane. Why would she do it? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why she would do it either. But you know, you're it's blind true. when you're in love. Yeah, it's really weird. He seems like um, the type. Did you ever see the movie Heavyweights, where Ben Stiller's like runs a camp and he's like really like friendly and nice at to the parents, and then he leaves and like the kids are like tortured. It's sort of that's like what Gary reminds like me of. <laughs> I'm like, puts on a show of being a great guy that actually he's a dick behind the scenes when no one's watching, cameras aren't around. By the way, that movie is probably in my top five. (laughs) I absolutely love Heavyweights. It was a very, very very important movie in my youth with my brothers. We watched it (laughs) over and over and over again. They can probably quote the entire movie, which this is random, but... I've found in life that men can quote movies 
in a way that women can't. That's interesting. You know, I'm not a good movie quoter, but my male coworkers really are. And I always thought it was like a me problem, but maybe you're right. It's like a gender thing. It has to be because the amount of men I know, unfortunately, I don't know if it's unfortunately, unfortunately, I've been around too many of them in my life, but they can quote a movie and then they all start laughing. And then like one of them will say the next quote in the movie. And I am sitting there like, what movie is that from? Like, I don't even know what movie. And I watched the movie just as much as they did. But like, I just don't remember quotes. And like, it used to bother me so much growing up because they would just like go down like, oh, he said this. And then this, and then they just keep going line after line. And I'd be like, I don't even know what movie you're talking about. <laughs> and even as an adult, it happens. And I'm just like, what is it that men can remember movie quotes? Yeah, I don't know. It is like a male bonding thing. I got the impression. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Tropic Thunder seems to be a, a big one that everybody knows the lines to. You're just, which is another Ben Stiller classic. I'm so you're I guess just ben listing Stiller, Ben Stiller ben movies. Stiller, <laughs> ben Stiller movies <laughs> must be because I'm sure Dodgeball's up there too. And Meet and, the parents. And lines that people... Yeah. Great one. They just, I like they personally just, I like Starsky Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers is another one that everybody knows. Yes. He's not in that, but it's like similar. Him no. and Owen Wilson yeah. have been in so many movies together. Not including Wedding Crashers. Mom! Yeah. Meatloaf! That's one of my favorite parts of Meatloaf. Uh, Wedding Crashers. I know that one, but that's two, two words. So yeah. congratulations to us. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations to us for making it through this three hour paradise finale it's always a pleasure thanks for coming down our tangents with us our digressions I was thank say, you thanks for bearing so, with us today yeah i had fun i hope everyone listening Me did too, too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you as always to our producer jade whaley who wakes up early to podcast with us and bears with our crazy schedules We will do some end of year content and we got to make a plan for Love Island season two. Callie, I'll follow up with you about that. And I think we will open an email address. Let's get some listeners involved. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would love that. Me too. I really like reading like the DMs. Me too. Love the tips. We will be back next Thursday and talk to you all soon. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.